0: This is the word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. 1 Samuel sixteen thirteen. Look at what the Bible says there. Talking about when Saul went to anoint David. Or Samuel went to anoint David. The Bible said then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren and then something happened let's read together what happened next the 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 spirit of the lord came upon david from that day onward when the anointing comes upon a man the spirit of the lord comes upon that man and we want to begin to move so first service we spoke about the fact that The Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. It was Jesus of Nazareth. Acts 10.38 With Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all them oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. And I said that doing good was different from uh, concerning Jesus. Healing the sick. So a portion of the anointing for healing the sick. A portion of the anointing or part of the work of the anointing is to heal and also to do good. So Jesus, Christ, Christ is not his son name. We said that for service. Christ means the anointed one. Not that Jesus Christ, one lay somewhere Diabola, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jesus, the anointed one. So we read that one, and then we read Isaiah 10:27. the Bible said, "I shall come to pass in that day that the body shall be removed of the shoulder." and the yoke of thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. What destroys yokes is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Because when it's upon a man, the Spirit of God comes upon that man. Everyone that was anointed in the Bible. But then remember, there is something I keep calling our attention to as we move. That first John two twenty seven says, the anointing you receive from him. So there are levels of anointing. There is an anointing that every Christian possesses already. But I want to differentiate between two things. And then let's start from where I stopped for service. I stopped on Moses. When Jesus resurrected in John 20 verse 22, he looked at the disciples and he said, the Bible says he breathed on them. And he said, receive you the Holy Ghost. And then something happened that time then brother you will recall in act 1 8 as he was about to ascend to heaven they said that lord shall we shall you at this time are you restoring the kingdom to Israel and Jesus said it is not for you Verse 7 but I'm going to 8 actually but okay, i can start from 7 he said it is not for you to know times and seasons that the father has kept to himself he said, but what you need to know is not to know times and season in that regard. What you need to know is that you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses. Now, this is the question. Before now, when they breathed on them and he said, receive the Holy Ghost, what did they receive? Because he said, receive the Holy Ghost and something happened to them, but then days after the 40 days or so after that jesus came out again to say you know what you shall receive but when he breathed on them and he said receive so what did they receive that will let you know that there are two experiences there is the Holy ghost dwelling in every christian which happens at the new birth but there is the anointing coming upon so there is the spirit within and spirit upon hey did you get that? So in Old Testament, because Jesus was yet to die, the Spirit could not dwell. It's actually all miracles of the New Testament are also in the Old Testament, except for one: casting out of demons and probably speaking in tongues and interpretation, prophet prophecy, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, gift of faith, gift of healing. Naaman was healed by Elisha people were healed but nobody was able to say you that spirit come out because the authority to drive out evil spirit will come at the mention of the name of Jesus Christ because Satan must be conquered legally by man first for man to be able to use that name to exercise authority over demonic beings are you following me praise the Lord so Jesus there is the spirits upon so there is the anointing inside a believer. Remember, when the anointing comes, the Spirit of God comes. There is the anointing inside every Christian. There is also the anointing now. The anointing upon is in categories. The anointing within is the same. It's the same for every Christian. But your how you yield to it differs. Some have yielded more. Some have. So what really happened? When Jesus said, receive the Holy Ghost. Remember, before He said that to them, He took them to the Garden of Gethsemane and he said shall we pray for one hour as he was praying they were sleeping there was no anointing oh god within to anointing within empowers you to live the christian life that is the reason you can understand what i'm sharing with you right now and a non-christian might not understand what i'm sharing with you right now actually this is why it bothers me if a prophet is lying to you or anybody and you don't know you have not been paying attention to the anointing within the bible says it teaches you all things see you might not be a prophet you might have not seen a transfer a vision but you are supposed to know because there is something inside you might not be 100 sure but something within tells you to be careful and the more you understand how to yield to this anointing within the more it grows in its capacity to control your life, are you following me? Praise the Lord! It's a system that the Father puts there. That you, no, John was saying that concerning those who seduce you. Say, but I'm not bothered. That. There is an anointing. Something is inside you that you might not know immediately, but after a while, something tells you that something is wrong somewhere. Mm. are you with me? Can i hear man? amen so <laughs> they could not pray for one hour but remember that after jesus breathed on them and said receive the holy ghost they were in the upper room for days and they were praying so when jesus breathed on them, something actually happened to them i believe the anointing within came in so they were able to pray they were able to tarry then they began to look into the word of god to the point that they saw in the prophecy that somebody was to replace judas these were guys that Jesus would say, beware of the living of So, That argument will start. They are no clue about whatever Jesus was saying. He took Jesus patient to dwell with them. Beware of unliving, living because we are not <laughs> taking bread. He will say this, they will interpret it to be this way. But when they breathed on them, they found themselves in the upper room, they locked the door and they were praying. 120 people. And then they were not only praying, they began to interpret prophecy. That somebody has to replace Judas. And one of them quoted the scripture. They never. <laughs> something men that could not pray for one hour when he was around. Started praying for days when he was not around. Something truly happened to them. You know, Saul said that he said to somewhere uh, someone Samuel, Samuel said to Saul, He said, You they shall prophesy. The spirit of God will come upon you, and thou shalt be turned to another man. It does something to a man. Now I stop on four service, and because of time. I'm going to stop here also. I told the first service, what happened with Moses? That Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. So Moses, Aaron and Miriam were outside. And Moses was outside the tent. And they began to talk. The point in the first service, which is that you will not walk. We will talk about layers of anointing. That's what We look at individuals in the Bible. They were anointed. Samson had an anointing. And there was, the source of his strength was rooted in something. They must not cut your hair. He was a Nazarene. Nazarenes were people they were separated unto God. When the anointing comes upon you, are actually you are actually separated unto God. There is a divine presence. Sometimes you are conscious of it. Sometimes you are not conscious of it. But when opposition position rises, especially in the area of your anointing, something rises. That's the meaning of Isaiah fifty-nine. I when the enemy shall come like a flood, the Spirit of God will raise a standard. The standard might not be raised until the enemy is coming. Because the anointing responds to something. Hallelujah. Saul was such a timid guy, young man. And this is all young men here. Such a timid young, See, never say, you can say your own strength, and there are certain things I cannot do. But when the anointing comes, comes on you, oh God. Elijah was an old man, he was able to outrun the chariots of Ahab. Because the anointing was upon him. The Bible said the hand of God, the spirit of God, the anointing, they are the same word being used in tage- The hand of God, the spirit of God, the same thing. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. I said, if you don't value the anointing, I, see this is why, Um. okay, see, sometimes you don't understand why we do certain things that we do. We'll go, when we go that way another day, I will talk a little bit more about that. But that's not for today's message. And I talk more to leaders about this in particular. They don't do that. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying that. But from time to time, I exhort them. If service is going on and you are talking carelessly, you are just with somebody and it's it has nothing to do with the service, that's a dangerous sign. You see, the reason why God said Moses was not going to enter the promised land was not because of if he did to anything. That's bad, you know. I'm just saying, he said, he kept using one word. He said, You did not sanctify me before the people. In other words, God said, Moses, I am angry. You commonized me before the people. So, you were talking to me before the people and you were pressing your phone. I'm not, I'm just giving an example. A leader, you were my presence in the church. Those of you who get out and in, no matter how the spirit is moving, you just stand up and walk and then go to the bedroom and come back and all those things. Well, I'm not saying that is the exact meaning of that, but that's an offshoot of it. God said to Moses, he did not say that you disobey me. He said you did not sanctify me, not before you were before the people. In other words, you were dealing with my matters, but you were dealing with it in a common way in the sight of the people. I am angry. You did not put me where I belong. So they were worshipping me and you were responding to a call. He said, Moses, you did not, he said, Moses, you did not sanctify me. Something like that. It's me. Why? What happened with the, at the rock? You insulted people talking anyhow and smote the rock. And God said, ah, ah. Two million people were watching and you did not send this to honor me before them. He said, you are not. Moses pleaded and God said, don't talk about it again. The decision is made once and for all. You see, I want to encourage everybody. Uh, You know, I'm rushing now. We we have a long time. You will live long. I will live long. So we continue to look into this subject. When it comes to God, be careful. Stop enjoying comedies where they make mess of the Bible. It is dangerous. There is nothing wrong with comedy, but want them to stay away from only things of God. Some of them watching might not like, and I don't care. But that is the truth i honor non-christians the other religion in this regard they don't joke around their book you don't do that you sit down the commander is cracking just on the bible bible character they even move to jesus and you are there laughing may they not play that video for you in heaven on that day you are laughing so the one who died and rose again to the lord of lord the only one of israel is somebody talking about and trivializing and you are laughing are you even paid money to enter the hall you get what i'm saying please don't miss there's nothing wrong with comedy. some of them i know those who cry, who do their comedy on very clean stuff wonderful there are enough issues to do comedy around in nigeria nigeria itself looks like a comedy at times so you so you should leave holy things alone but beyond comedy believers everywhere there is a way a pastor can behave and also bring shame to the name of the lord and he it's not, it's not, has not hallowed the name. And that can cause the anointing to be withdrawn. Or it will be shut out of the anointing. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, the, so that was why every time David wanted to kill, so he kept using that word that the Lord's anointed. But not only pastors are anointed, every Christian is. That means it is important to be careful what you do with other Christians. Anyway, on that day, Miriam and Aaron started. Is Moses, is he the only one? And I've always said, I talk a little more from time to time with people in the choir because it is very possible to have that mind. Never get to a point where you start. Anybody that God is using, anybody that is doing great things among, don't say they are the only Are they the only one? This one. When you talk like that, you receive something terrible. You don't do that. They were right. The Bible put in my own Bible in bracket. They said he has married an Ethiopian woman, and the Bible put in bracket at four years, so that means he truly married an Ethiopian woman. You see, this is why you be careful how you judge and what you say. They felt that the same Moses that told them he brought a law to them, and one of the things in the law said that you must not marry outside Israel. But his own wife was not an Israeli, so that caused for Luther activists will start talking that pastor telling you that God said you should not marry the world, what about his own wife? But Moses married the woman before he received the law. You will need to be close enough to understand that I know not that he's living above the law he had married the woman forty years before the law was given to him. Forty years. And God said I hate divorce. So the law did not apply to him 40 years ago but now God said from now this people must not marry. So Miriam and Aaron started talking. They were outside. And God said, Ah, that is uh that's Numbers 12. God said that the two of you come out here. And he said, Moses joined them, the three of you. And God came down. They just saw a pillar of cloud. And he said that if there is a prophet among you, I'm the one who chooses the prophets. He said, But Moses is beyond the prophets. He said. How can you guys? You see, the testimony of God might be different testimony of men. I still don't understand till today why God called Moses a very meek man. But see, let God be true and let all men be last, including Shola. Because I don't see a meek man. Moses came down from the mountain, he broke the commandment, broke it in anger, sprinkled it on water and forced people to drink the water. If they had died of typhoid or whatever, he was angry, and he went to do 140 forty days to quarrel. And the Bible said that there was no man. If I could give you, I will be like. Excuse me, sir, I am meeker than Moses. I am not slapped anybody. But after everything, God said that no man on earth as meek as Moses. Well, let God be true, and let. <laughs> Because you don't know there is a record in level different from, and he's the only one that sees it all. When I was young, I read Romans chapter 4. The Bible said that Abraham, he did not stagger at the promise of God. He was full of faith, giving glory to God. I said, ah. So what did he go to do with Agai? He did not stagger. God was talking to Abraham. Abraham was laughing. And said, you know what? Let Ishmael live. And the Bible said it did not stagger. How did it stagger to meet a Agai? <laughs> this is why redemption is beautiful. That record came over 2,000 years after. Our sins have been put behind the blood. So in the testimony of God, He said, you know what? The righteous can fall several times. When he gets it right, I will record that he has never fallen. Because God said that he did not stagger the promise of God. So God's testimony said, I know he didn't stagger at all. And all the angels said, yes, I did not stagger. (laughs) Hallelujah. Moses, the meekest man, this one, meek. Why did he kill an Egyptian? What the Bible said was meek. When he stood by the rock, he said, must we bring water out of this rock for you? Look at the way he talked. But the Bible says he was a meek man. meekest of all men. Because God does not see as man sees. This is why judging people can be dangerous. True judgment only belongs to the Father. Because we all see dimly. He's the only one that sees clearly hallelujah as they were talking he said moses ah first time i read to them that passage in Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 10 god's testimony of a man the bible says that since that time no man like moses that god was talking to face to face and i made them pray prayer which will wrap up this service with also can you ask god to do something for you that he has never done before and he will never do again. Some things happen just one time. People have said that what God has done for one, he will do for another. Thank God for that. But God can go beyond that. He can do what he has never done. Hiya. I told them in 1 Chronicles, 7 Chronicles chapter 1, when God gave wisdom to Solomon, he said that I give you wisdom and riches that nobody before you and nobody after you. What I'm giving you right now will never be repeated. God told Solomon. And I told them in Joshua chapter 10, when Joshua says Son stand still and the hearts too still. The Bible records after that, that never has come a time again when God listened to the voice of a man to pause the hearts. The question is, my heavenly father, can you also do something for me that has never been done? After it is covered in your word, what eyes have not seen? what ears i not here can i speak to somebody in the name of jesus this morning whatever good thing that no one in your knowledge has experienced you will be the first fruit of such it will begin with you the level that nobody has crossed into the kind of grace prosperity help spread that nobody nobody, when you read your history, all the people before you 10 generations, nobody you will step into those things shout a living amen hallelujah you can have your seats amen Right, the only pattern once God just had to let some things happen No other person has received the anointing of Samson. When we get there, we start talking about individuals they were anointed in the Bible. I just want to stop on Moses this morning. As they were talking, then the Lord said that, ah ah Miriam. You two now they talk. He said, Nobody like my servant Moses. And God didn't say more than that. He just said that. Why were you not afraid? to talk about my servant Moses and the cloud lifted. By the time the cloud lifted, Aaron just turned around and he saw his sister. She had become leprous. White. And Aaron, even though three years older than Moses or so, he knelt down before me and said, my Lord, please. In other words, I feel like you are the only one that can do something. There is something between you and this God that just came down and left now. You can reverse this when Moses too saw his sister this is the sign of Emmanuel Emmanuel is not happy that God is punishing anybody for you, you are the first to pray for mercy, people can speak against you and get into trouble but you don't say that well that serves them <laughs> I've told them before, they don't know me talk about me and die <laughs> the son of man has not come to destroy anybody many Christians don't know that the bigger victory is salvation not death the one that is beheading Christian. Satan is embarrassed when he gets born again. Rather, when he dies, die, the spirit moving him will leave him and enter someone else. But when he's born again, he can lead the whole so, can lead the generation to Christ. Take the most popular theories on that. It might be killing Christians. Yes, at, in, in God's wisdom, he can stop through death attacks and just take the person off. But the bigger victory is for the person to get born again. And pick the same Bible that he was killing people for. Begin to preach. What if we had prayed, if Stephen had prayed for God to let Paul fall down and die? What would have happened? Two thirds of the New Testament, we will not have it. Because they put the clothes around his faith and he was going to Damascus. I'm sure somebody was praying and he was struck with blindness. It's a bigger victory than the one that is an enemy of the cross, that hates the father you preach and hates you because you preach. Tomorrow is embracing you and embracing the gospel you are preaching. Beautiful. Hallelujah! Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Are you with me? Yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I was so glad when I saw one of the most notorious boys in my estate while I growing up. My son, and my brother, decided to preach to every young person in the estate. The guy was something. The father was a pastor, but the father was never in Nigeria for about fifteen years. Was up. It was something else. Say we let he was never born again. We was ridiculous, he would say things and everything. But I just put on Facebook one day, now he lives in America now, and he was preaching in a church. He was a teacher of the world. I, I was so happy. Just like that, you, you lose appetite. Say, wow. I started calling for I said, it's is, is true, we are here. That is now born again. That if I got born again, why the he And that has been, it, it, it's, it's so wonderful. I remember one of the t- secondary teachers who hated anybody preaching. One day somebody just told me that, ah, that Mr. Soso is now born again. Said so he saw him, they came for evangelism around their neighborhood. Even that was still looking at you. Are you? <laughs> are you with me? Let me end this way. He said, why are you not afraid? And she was a leper. And Moses prayed and God said, I used a parable. He said, if her father spits on that, she will be ashamed for several days. I don't know why, I think God doesn't talk straight. He just said that. And the Lord said to Moses, if her father has brought spit in her face, she should not be ashamed, should she not be ashamed for seven days? Let her be shot out of the camp seven days and after that let her be received again. But where I'm going in all this is that there were two people committing the sin of gossip. Why did judgment fall on one person? Was God partial? Why Miriam? They don't know that nothing happened to Aaron. It was one begging Moses, but they were talking together. And I showed them a reason. Aaron had the garments that was anointed. Exodus 29, 29. Let's read. And then, why the Bible says, "Do not let your head lack oil," is in Proverbs. Look at Exodus twenty-nine twenty-nine. This screen is off. Thank you, thank you. And the only garment of Aaron shall be his sons after him, to be anointed therein and to be consecrated in them. Now we'll talk about this when I begin talking about priesthood. This is why those who dishonor spiritual fathers, the garment that Aaron wore. Was the same garment that they removed from him and put on his son and his son's son. What does this tell us in the kingdom of God? Old Testament is shadow. From shadow you can understand substance. What is it about this? See the spirit that makes people rebel. And maybe I'm speaking to somebody this morning. Maybe you don't fancy your biological father. Maybe any form of authority. Bastards will dwell in wilderness. It doesn't mean people that people call base. It means those who have locked away themselves from their inheritance. They were told under the old covenant, any boy who rebels against his parents should be stoned to death. That was the severity of the judgment under the old covenant. God was not wicked. There was something. I learned, I've not done the same myself. The oldest community in Italy, they get old, they don't die easily, and they hardly sick. It's also the same community where they still trust. Chast- it's a community where respect is highly placed. You, it must not be heard of you disobeying, even a white community where disobedience has become the order of the day and everybody talks anyhow. At times, I feel like warning people about the craze on social media. Make people share your truth. Say it as you are. Say it as you are and destroy yourself. Or say it as you want to. Say it as it is. Listen to me. Honor anyway, I'm picking many things from this but I want to stay with the whole thing so, the garment was anointed now, Numbers 20 let's start from 25 you know, when Aaron was to die it's amazing the honor God has for whatever God creates I told you last week, Satan is still the anointed one, anointed cherub so God had to anoint Jesus Christ with a higher anointing because when God gives you something, does not take it back so Satan still has that anointing. This is why it's very powerful in the lives of people. If removing, releasing evil to the world effortlessly, because he is an anointed cherub. Ah. Uh, over the dead, dead, dead body of Moses. The angel was pulling the body of Moses, and Lucifer appeared to contend with him. Jude 1. And the angel could only say, Lucifer, an archangel, that's what Michael. He said, "The Lord rebuke you. I might not draw my sword against you. I recognize the authority, but the Lord who gave you the anointing rebuke you. So it is after resurrection, after rapture, that Lucifer will be dealt with eventually. But what made the angel to address him that way? That the Lord, instead of just cutting him with the sword, respects the anointed children. Believers who don't value the anointing. I'm even talking about the anointing in your own life." i will talk again one day linking it to the message i just shared now you see jehovah jireh that you say today it came as a result of one man's encounter with god god did something in a man's life the effect was so strong it it, it has cascaded down to all of us that we address god jehovah jireh i pray may god do something in your life that will number one upgrade your perspective of god And then anyone who hears your story, their worship for God goes to another level. That means by your story also, a new name is introduced. Did you get that? By the sacrifice of Jesus, He moved from Jehovah for us to Father. But there are still dimensions. Okay, none can beat Father. That's the highest. But there are things God can do in your life that people who hear your story begin to. See God in our light, and their worship goes deeper. That wow, I never saw it that way before. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Numbers 20:25. 20, Let's read. So Aaron was going to die, and God told Moses, Take Aaron and Eliza his son, and bring them up to Mount Hall and strip Aaron of his garments. Remember, we read that garment was anointed, and put them upon his son, and Aaron shall be gathered to his people. Next verse: And Moses, the Lord commanded, they went up to Mount O in the sight of all the congregation. And Moses stripped Aaron of his garment, and put them on the list of his son, and Aaron died there. Wow! He was not sick. That means all this while the anointing was protecting him. And God told Moses, I said, that's the only way. Your brother's time is up. Boy, he will not die. As long as that garment, I have anointed the garments, When his son, him, is covered. He said, let everybody see. Take him to the mountain. Don't say, oh yeah, die. Just remove the garment and watch Aaron. So they removed the garment from Aaron. They put it on his son. And they just said, go. So God saw that garment and he did not want to curse. That was with the same reason. Ayash. So when God, when leprosy came on uh Miriam, was not anointed, she just had mouth <laughs> after they conquered they crossed the cross the city. She too began to sing. Exodus 15. Bible said, Miriam too gathered, gathered women together. They were singing. And God was looking at him. Uh, looking at her then there was nothing wrong that time. But she went too far. So this is why you should be careful. Know your limits. Moses was singing a song of deliverance. Miriam too was singing. And when Moses... You know, she had now gave herself a title. Mother in Israel. Senior sister of Moses. You know, she was older than Moses. So, the thing, she got too far with it. And she began to correct and criticize Moses. And she got herself into trouble. And God said, that, you know what? There's no anointing for what you are doing your brother Aaron is the priest high priest, high priest can talk that was how Aaron died garments anointed garments you don't need to bring a suit to me to anoint it's in you but we are beginning to talk about the anointing upon the anointing upon it's in levels and there are different types of anointing upon Yeah. It changes everything when it comes on you. When it comes on you. Strange doors open when it comes on you. When it comes on you. Everything changes when it comes on you. It comes from Jesus Himself. It can be true, His servant, but it is true. It is from Jesus. He is the source. T.L. Osborne went to do evangelism. Out of zeal. Zeal alone is not enough. In India, he was so defeated there that for years he could not convert any Muslim or Hindu for years. He had typhoid nearly died. Their firstborn died, the son died there. Fell sick, he could not pray for the son, died. They came back to America defeated. They wept and said, Lord, but we're trying to serve you. They were defeated themselves and his wife. They felt bad. But they saw a woman who was preaching less, and miracles were happening. Until the husband was crying, he told his wife that if we could do this miracle in india would have converted these people say we brought our bible they brought out their quran their own book and said that it's the same book and both bible and quran are both black cover nothing so he couldn't persuade anybody they said well, you have your religion christianity we have our own religion Hindu. some of us are muslim and everybody so he couldn't the Hindus told him he could not but when they saw that woman they got to Man and he said, well, they began to pray. And they began to read the Bible. And they saw the miracles of Jesus. And they will cry, they will read. And one day early in the morning, he woke up in the morning and he turned like this. He saw the Son of the Living God himself standing at the door. And Jesus never said any word. He could not move. Tell us what fell on the floor. He could not move. If you see Jesus, <laughs> those when I see him, I will ask him. You will ask. His presence will kill your flesh when you say you can't move john said when i saw him i felt like a dead one he had to touch me to say that i am the first and the last even look at the expression He didn't say i get up." just say i'm the first and the last and john became a little better tell him i saw him at the door of my room and i could not get up on, from the floor you know what he did he said just looked at me and gave a gentle smile and vanished he said, when my wife came to, say said something happened. Up- Even the wife came by, he said something happened in this room. He told her, let's go back to India. <laughs> All things have passed away. They did a crusade. There were 300,000 people. And over 200 gave their life to cry. Over 200,000 people gave their life to cry. one night. In one night, they had more result than they could not have in five years. Because he saw the son of the living God. When Saul of Tarsus saw him, he was going to lock people up when he saw the real sun. He said, I saw the sun shining brighter than the daylight sun. Because there is the daylight himself. It's called the morning star. Saul fell, fell down and he became blind. The light was too much. And he said, Go to the city. I will tell you what you shall do. He said, Saul, it is hard for you to kick against the brick. You know you can't kick down a concrete with your leg. He said you don't know the one you are dealing with. And so God converted. Something happens when a man sees Jesus. It can be in a vision. And it can be a trance. It can be an open vision. And it can be in the world. Whatever form, when you see him, things are never the same. They are never the same. Demons can recognize as a matter of fact. Most people who have seen him face to face, one of the credentials one of the things you are given is that all of a sudden when you stand before a demonic person they will know your name you are likely to know their number and the kind of spirit that is possessing the person because at times in doing deliverance if further details are not revealed you might not be able to deal with the spirit. Now, that doesn't call for interrogation like people do now what is your name i am Bomobwa. how many are you i've been there six years and seven months i'm even inside the also <laughs> and they will just demons are full of lies they will entertain you when you allow them to talk 99 percent of the time jesus did not let them talk the bible says they shut up come out of him now that people are able to write lists and feel form to do deliverance as they are praying they ask the spirit that how many are you? you say we are 15. are you the first one yes i have 15 others they are my brothers <laughs> what's their name one is lincoln one is Let's say short names they will just be entertaining you, and wasting your time. It was only on one or two occasions that Jesus asked question and only two questions. What is your name, Legion? Because that man had over twelve thousand demons inside him, and Jesus said, "Out!" And they entered the sheep, and the sheep went. Because when they come, and they must enter something. Yeah. A man was praying over his car that was knocked. And he saw his spirit jump out of the car. The following day, the neighbor's car knocked. Demons have accommodation problem. It's like Lagos. (laughs) Because there are more demons than human beings. So there is problem of accommodation. So they hate to be dislodged out of where they stay. So when they come out of a person, they go inside someone else. See, be careful where you go to. Many houses of deliverance, demons and guaranteed. If I thought they get out of somebody, just enter someone else. And because they cannot fully possess a Christian, they can afflict a Christian and dwell somewhere inside and afflict the person. I am asking everybody, it's important. Have you been blessed this morning? The anointing of the Holy Spirit. What does praying have to do with this? What does studying? What about dwelling in the midst of brethren? David was anointed in the midst of the brethren. Jesus walks around the seven. He was walking in the midst. When John saw him in Revelation, he did not. The Bible languages are very powerful. John saw Jesus in Revelation chapter 1. Candlestick is supposed to be a physical thing standing with seven strands. But John said that within the candlestick, I saw the Son of Man not behind not before why the seven candles represent the seven angels of the seven churches and jesus does not dwell outside the church he dwells within the church so john saw him where he is he is the anointed one fellowshipping with him does something to you there is praying but there is also fellowship i established that last week there is talking to god there is talking with god talking with god is the ultimate rise up Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Lift up your hands and just give him praise. Oh Jesus, 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 Jesus. I want everybody to pray for a minute you know i'm sensing that soon and very soon the anointing will be so strong on you that you can pack it will touch what you are wearing if you get to your office i just put your hand on the table you can feel that something is going from you like a vibe entering the table when you speak in your office something happens all around you this is what we need you touch the curtain in your house. The anointing becomes so strong. When you sit with people in the car, they can tell. They might not be able to explain, but it's they just that there's something about this woman beside me. And then somebody says, I you know my daughter just got well now. That I know it has something to do with what well, they will know that it has something to do with too. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. You are going for an interview. It's all over you. You are sending a document. You first of all put it between your two hands and you give it out. Go, go, take it. You know, there is something on that envelope from that day onward. It is when it gets to the overflow level that that happens. It's not only on you anymore now, it flows into whatever you touch. Somebody wears your clothes, they can tell that there is something more than a cloth in what they are wearing. You have just spent a night in a room, somebody else enters the room, and it falls under the power of God. When people lie down your bed, even your friend, they can tell that there is something about this your bed that is different. Because the anointing goes into anything that has to do with you. Anything. A time comes when you call people on phone, they can sense it from your conversation with them. That man just spoke to me, and that's something I just calmed down. Peace just came in. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. Oh, we give you praise, Lord Jesus. We worship you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But the one we did will teach you all things. Let nobody deceive any one of us again. It will teach you. It will teach you. Thank you, Lord. We are all growing in it and learning more and more. More and more. See, we become authorities in this matter. Jesus, we give you praise. We give you praise. Parents here, you will lay your hands on your children, they go to school, and they can't be the same. Mommy, I don't understand what I'm reading. You put your hand on their head and say, Go and read it again. Now they can understand perfectly. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. You touch your child, you hug them as they go to school. They are separated from evil company. What is tempting others is not attractive to them because of the anointing that protects, they are protected spell cannot work against you because you are the anointed of the lord no enchantment against jacob no divination against israel you cannot be hypnotized like the testimony that boy gave for service the man was wondering why the child was not working on him he said this is where i want to stop he said, are you not going to also play? He said, no this is where i want to stop three times the anointing of the holy spirit One prayer, Lord, help me to be conscious of this. Help me to walk in the reality of it. We cannot say you should pray for it because it's been given it to you. But the one upon will explain more next week. But Lord, help me to walk. Help me to walk in the reality of this truth. Help me to walk. Not once in a while. Help me live every day in this reality. Every day. Every day let it be said of me let people around me know let me walk in reality of every day every day let it be very real Jesus will give you praise Blessed be your name In Jesus name In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ The anointed one himself I speak words of blessing over you the Spirit of the Lord God is upon you. Amen. He has anointed you amen. to pray the good findings. Amen. He has sent you to heal the broken earth. Walk in this reality from today. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Can I hear a very loud, amen? amen? Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining the church. is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family, and that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me: "Say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again, and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you." If you have said those words, we'll be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you.